0: Welcome to Niners Talk with John, Tim, and Brian. Let's talk Niners. Forty
1: Niners. Forty Niners. And the field wide open, and down to the Ooh. forty-five. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Okay, coach. How can
0: six of you miss a play like that, huh? Oh, All right. It's happening, Niners Nation. John and Tim and Brian, my brother from another mother. Let's talk some miners. If you got a chance, leave a review, give us a like, subscribe. But hey, how are we feeling today, Tim? How are we feeling?
1: I think we are officially in what you and I have discussed. We are in the sports wasteland. Yeah. We have absolutely nothing until August when we're all going to get excited about preseason football. And then so, realize
0: preseason football is actually not that isn't good. It's
1: really all that good, but it holds us over just enough. Just enough. Brian, how are you doing today?
2: So baseball doesn't cover your interest, Tim?
1: At this point, it's on in the background, but what is there to get excited about? There's the All-Star game. Okay, I'll watch that, but we're not in any key pennant races right now. Uh, yeah, it's just... I get it. After the NBA Finals, as as we've discussed in the past, we all start... Well, who, I mean, we, I start counting down the the days to training camp and get very excited when somebody like Fred Warner shows up and unpacks the stuff and goes into his room. And (laughs) how many days is it to training camp, Tim? Oh, I think we're just over uh, 30, 40, maybe. All right. I don't have the exact number. You stumped me, John. I apologize. Anyway, from Tim,
0: let's start talking. The subject of this show is... Season 23 schedule and the season outlook. So, Tim, let's just start with some, some big picture stuff. From 1 to 10, how are you feeling about 2023?
1: I think, like, last year, take it one game at a time. I think the only comment I'll make is, I don't know if the 49ers uh, want their fans to be in the best of spirits come the holidays, or maybe the NFL doesn't want the 49ers fans <laughs> to be in the best spirit come the holidays. Because, because the 49ers are playing both Thanksgiving nights And on Christmas Day. So there's going to be a lot of families in the Bay Area throughout Niners Nation. They're just going to have to reorient their Thanksgiving dinners, their Christmas dinners, and maybe a lot of holiday cheer.
2: And they're also playing on New Year's Eve, too. So we got that going on.
0: (laughs) It's like the triple crown of alcohol consumption. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, how do you feel from 1 to 10 about 2023?
2: You know, it can only get better from from last season. So I'm I'm feeling positive. You know, I'm I'm thinking it's an eight, maybe nine, you know. Make the playoffs. Could we be a Super Bowl contender? Yeah. Most definitely. But are we gonna win it? I don't know. We'll see. But I'm feeling good. Positive.
0: I'm feeling eight-ish. Yeah, I'm feeling eight I feel really positive. There's just a lot of returning guys. There's some rookies I really wanna see. There's some guys you know, we're going to step up, I think, in their second year. We'll see how Brock Purdy does. But I, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. So we'll see. Well, let's, let's start talking 2023 season. We'll go through the games as as we do. Our first game up, which is always, for me, one of my more nerve-wracking games just because we we really never know how these teams are going to be. Um, it's against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And last year we had the debacle in Chicago. The year before that, we almost gave away a twenty-eight point lead in Detroit. Uh, with Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin's always got a good team going. you are gonna have a solid D. It's away. But they're nine and eight, you know, I, I think this is gonna be a tough one. We'll see what happens with the Niners, but I hate the I hate the opening week. It's just it's just really tough. You know, like everybody seems a little out of sync. It's just not, not, not ready
1: yet. It's like preseason (laughs) 2.0. I think the opening game for me is a little more exciting. I I don't think I'm as despondent as, as you are, John, but I do share your memories of the monsoon in Chicago, the almost debacle in Detroit. And like you said, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're a well-run organization, they're always going to be, I know that last year was an off year for them with Roethlisberger being out for the first time or retiring rather. So yeah, but at the same time, it's something to get excited about. And the only thing that always worries me and worries me every year about the 49ers is injuries, which is why I think every Niners fan holds their breath in training camp. Every Niners fan holds their breath during preseason. It's like wrap the team in bubble tape. We don't need any more injuries. <laughs> Injury filled drama. We, we've had our share of these past several seasons.
2: Yeah, who's their who's their starting court quarterback? Is it Pickett or is it this new guy?
1: It's uh, Kenny Pickett.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's
0: a second-year player who might be pretty decent. I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't have a, a ginormous offense, but you know it, uh, they're going to. Mike Tomlin just doesn't coach a bad football team. No, uh, yeah. he doesn't. So. No. So then we get into and this schedule's a little
1: strange. We get into the Rams, We go we go from Pittsburgh to LA. And LA was 5 Le-
0: 12 last year.
1: But let's be honest, John, that is Levi's Stadium South. So let's throw that up as a home game. I Okay, Brian,
0: Brian, you've been to SoFi, <laughs> Levi's South. Is it is it Levi's 2.0 Is it Levi's 2.0? Levi South?
2: Well, it was for the NFC Championship game 20 was that 21, 22? So yes, it was. It's, you know, they attract a lot of, it's just, I think it's going to be just like, it's just like Vegas. They attract a lot of people from out of town who go there, you know, they didn't have a football team for a number of years. So they have a lot of people from LA who either became Raiders fans or Niners fans or remained as Sam's. But yeah, I mean, when I went into, into the NFC championship game, I'd say 60% of the crowd, 70% of the crowd was Niners.
1: (laughs) My favorite part of the NFC Championship, just prior to the NFC cha- of course, you know, the Rams you know, beat the 49ers, was the quarter- Rams quarterback wife pleading with Rams fans, mm. please do not sell your tickets to 49ers fans. <laughs> so I think when you have to do that, you have a little bit of a, a team that is tr- really struggling to get a following in Los Angeles. So,
0: Yeah, and, you know, so you, you'll see Matt Stafford come back, but, you know, the Rams...
1: Yeah, they lost
0: Jalen Ramsey. I don't know how much Aaron Donald can keep going. I just the Rams look a little bit to be more on the rebuilding side of things this year. Uh, Kyle's kind of had Sean McVay's number for a while, so this is not a game I'm I'm feeling too stressful about um, just because of the past history.
2: Their offense is normally nope. just Cooper Cup, so like. You know, as long as you can yeah. contain Cooper Cup and then watch the running game, you know they'll be they'll be pretty good. I mean, or at least slow them play. down. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: then we go home for our home opener against the New York Giants. It's the first, uh, I think, it's the first Sunday night game that we have. And Thursday night, of- Thursday
1: night, Thursday night. Oh, well,
0: my apologies, Thursday night game. So it's a quick turnaround, but you know the Giants have to come much farther than you know the Niners do coming up from L.A. Yeah, the Giants had a decent you know year last year. Definitely overperformed. Um, they were six C or nine seven, you know, in a, in a decent division. Uh, you know, but it's with their quarterback Daniel Jones, you just kind of wonder how high up that guy can really get. And of course, they have the Saquon Barkley issue. Uh, but I think a quick turnaround here, it's just really rough on the on the Giants. Really, for them to to get going so I, I think this is a pretty pretty good start here for the Niners you know facing the Giants Tim
1: yeah I think if you look at the schedule and I'm going to skip ahead I think the first real test for the 49ers if they're going to be a contender this year will be against the Cowboys it's a Sunday night game NFL uh, TV it's going to be a rematch of the divisional playoff from last year Cowboys fans, well, I'm sure will be out in force, and there'll be a lot of you know speculation in the media of just how good the, the Cowboys are, as you know, because you know, John, Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, <laughs>
2: <laughs> always. Uh, so
1: we'll pay attention to what Stephen A. Smith from ESPN says uh, prior to the game, but that'll be the first, I think, true test because you're coming at that point. You're in early October, teams start to emerge, um, players start to emerge, so we'll get have a. I think at that point, you will get a good feeling as to whether the Niners are. Really going to make a run to the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, just one thing on the Giants So they are coming. Their Week Two game is against. They're going to be in Phoenix playing the Arizona Cardinals, so they're gonna, probably going to stick around in the area, and then hopefully, and they you know, I'm assuming they're going to come over there. They're playing the Dallas Cowboys on on opening day. That's their opening opening day match, so they're going to be mm-hmm. all fired up for that. In an NFC's but uh, matchup, but I think you know they should be, I and mean, the Niners should win their home opener against the Giants. You know, no doubt.
0: Any thoughts on the Cowboys game?
2: I mean, it'll be just. I think it'll be just like the playoffs. You know, we'll we'll have their number. So no, I I don't see ourselves to be concerned in any way. You know, Dak Prescott's always decent. He's always pretty, you know, always pretty good. So you know, he'll probably put up something. But I think we'll, you know, our defense will find a way, and our offense should pick it up.
0: Yeah, the only thing I see with the Cowboys is just the revenge kind of game. You know, we we took them out of the playoffs
1: twice. Yeah, twice. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. if they, I mean, yes, there's the revenge factor, but they also had a chance to do that last year. So yeah, no, I
0: know, but I mean, maybe third time the charm. Anyway, third time,
1: third time could be the charm. Yeah, I understand. I understand. But, but you know,
0: they're nothing like a sad Cowboys fan. By the way,
1: <laughs> who's sorry now? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, and then then we head off to Cleveland. Rock and roll, capital. What for against the Cardinals? Do you have any issues, any concerns with that one? They're playing at home against Arizona.
1: Well, brand new coach. We'll see what Kyler Murray, uh, if Kyler Murray Murray emerges as a player I thought he was going to be. You know, immobile quarterbacks are always a, a problem for the 49ers to contain. I mean, Russell Wilson, of course, drove us crazy. Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes. You know, anytime you have a mobile quarterback, they can just extend plays. And that's that's a problem for any team, but it, it has always been a problem for the 49ers, it seems.
2: You know, he tore his ACL, yeah. so you know mm. who knows what into how he's gonna look.
1: You know. Yeah,
0: I don't think the Cardinals are gonna be very good this year. Oh. Just because, like you said, torn ACL. They lost D hop, oh. new coach, you know, Kyler Murray coming off that ACL. I just, I don't
1: think they're going to be very good.
0: But you never know. I mean, they weren't supposed to be very good with the Colton Coys
1: and they had a boat race for the Niners. And, we'll see. And, ju- and just for the record, John, you, you really can't blame John for skipping ahead. I was the one who skipped ahead. Excited, I got excited about talking about the Cowboys game. So, you know,
2: are you guys blame, gonna, blame me. Are you guys going to prognosticate wins wins and losses here on this? No, no, no. no
1: we do not do <laughs> predictions. That's one thing. To all of our listeners, we don't do predictions. They're just bad. Yeah, they're bad luck. They're just, we're going to leave it with that. So,
0: anyway, back on subject. So, yeah, then we head off to Cleveland. Uh, And the Browns are an enigma wrapped in a riddle because Deshaun Watson looked positively awful last year. Uh, But Deshaun Watson before that was amazing. So, you know, the Browns, I just don't think the Browns are going to be very good. Uh, Um, I, I don't. I don't see Watson getting back his form. I, I think this is going to be one of those things where the Niners just kind of roll in and take care of business. Yeah. And then, then they actually, I think the Vikings might actually be yet another test. We
1: al- we also um, have to, th- we have to have throw in another obvious thing about Cleveland it's Cleveland. Yeah. It's so- one of the most cursed <laughs> sports cities on the planet. If not the most cursed city on the planet, the drive, the fumble red, right? 88. Cleveland moving.
0: Yeah. Michael
1: Michael Jordan hitting the game winner, that jump shot against the Cavs, what, the 88 NBA playoffs, the list goes on and on.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Do you ever ever think the people who built the Rock and Wall Hall of Fame ever scratch their heads and go, maybe we got this one wrong? (laughs) No, because they
0: keep charging people to visit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I shouldn't say too much about Cleveland. We do have family there, so... But I don't think you can argue with the fact they're cursed. I'm no, on record saying that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, you can see from Steph Curry's my Steph Curry stuff back here. I'm, I'm, I'm. I got the 2016 NBA Finals on my mind, so they got that one. They slipped that one in, but yeah, you're right, Tim. They did blow the 2016 World Series. The Cleveland Indians did, so
1: that happened. The 2016 NBA Finals. I think you mean.
2: No, the the Cleveland Indians blew the... Well, yeah, I was talking about the finals first, and then... Oh, excuse me, okay. The Indians blew the... They had a 3-1 lead also.
1: Oh, also true. Also true. Yeah, also true. Also true. I stand corrected. Yep.
0: Well, let's just uh, agree that it's hard to be a Cleveland fan. Uh, So I mean, there are like 50-year-old men who haven't seen an AFC,
1: like a a champion of
0: of anything other than the Cavs. The
1: Cavs. They got the Cavs. Yeah. Um every now and then God says, "Here, have one."
2: When was the last time the Browns won a football game? Was it back in the 80s? Won a football game? <laughs> no, and, I'm sorry. And, no, okay, game, yeah, game, we said their curse.
1: We didn't say that yeah, play. Oh, I don't know the last time they won a playoff game.
0: Uh, I think Jim Brown was on
1: it. A playoff game? No, it's oh, more recent game. than that. Playoff no, game. There-
0: Baker Mayfield won one.
1: That's court. right. They did. And they lost in the divisional round. That was the 2020 year. They lost in the divisional round of the Chiefs, where I I think, frankly, I know we're getting a little getting off topic here, but I remember watching that game and the they were tied, or at least they were, the Browns were in the game, and Baker had a chance to drive them down the field in ahead and establish himself. And when he didn't do that, I thought his time was going to be up in Cleveland. Well, now he's in Buck, Tampa Bay, so. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, some uh, shoes to fill there for a certain quarterback.
0: Yeah, but then they, you know they travel, they travel north and they're they're playing the Vikings, uh, which is actually a stadium I've always wanted to go to because it just looks
1: really cool. Uh,
0: but you know we'll have Kirk Cousins, who obviously Kyle Shanahan really coveted. likes for a long time, coming and,
1: and Cernanet Media also thought was eventually going to be on the Forty ers but we won't say the name. Fuck you, Jim Calhoun. <laughs> <laughs> But Brian, what are you uh, what are you thinking about
0: the Vikings? I mean, they won the NFC North last year. Uh, that's going to be an interesting division because you've got Detroit, which is ascending, the Bears.
2: You never know, Green Bay, obviously Jordan Love, but the Vikings have been pretty steady. Yeah, no, you know, you, you know um, the, the, when I think of the Vikings, I think of that game they had against Indianapolis, probably the second to last game of the season. Oh, where Indy was for just Saturday. <laughs> and uh, I think that was one where the Niners, you know, were wa- they were scoreboard watching that game, obviously, because they needed. Or. Yeah. So then I just, that just comes to my mind. I, I think they've always got a chance. I don't know what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook. I think there's a thought that he may leave, but he's always a great player. He can always kick some butt.
0: Well, he's already, they've already released him. I don't know if they haven't back. Oh, have he got released?
2: I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah, I mean, they're, I think they'll be tough. Uh, but well, I do think,
2: uh, it, I mean, if you were to ask, if I was to guess, I wouldn't think Vikings would be the number one team in the NFC North at that time. I would think probably Detroit. Who was picking mm-hmm. Detroit as kind of the, the new team that's ascending. So I'm kind of leaning towards that being maybe number two in that division at that time.
0: And then we we head home and we face the Bengals. Boys. I actually think is the Bengals. And I'll be honest. Out of all the quarterbacks that I've seen, there's Patrick Mahomes on his own level, but Joe Burrow is an amazing quarterback, and he is one of those guys that can just find a way, yeah. and this is another test for the Niners here. They'll be at home, you know, and they've beaten them before, obviously, you know, Brandon Ayuk had an amazing game where the, the Niners almost blew it, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, some of us turned it off. Um, who just... who, might, who might you be referring to? <laughs> that would be you, Tim.
1: Of course it was me. Uh. I was in a parking lot watching the game on my phone. Robbie Gold misses the field goals. At I just thought, That's it. Never watching this team again. I didn't go so long GameCast, though. I will say that. I, I did just eventually, after five minutes, calm down. Well, I'll just see what they're doing. Oh, just so. check it. I'll just yeah. check in and I see Nick Bosa make the sack and Bengals kick the field goal, And then we all know what happens. They the Niners drive down the field. IU makes a spectacular play that had to be reviewed, but uh, it was a touchdown and the Niners get the, get the win.
0: Yeah. But th- this game, this game could be like the KC game last year um, where the midpoint of the season it's right before the buy. Um, it's at home. The Bengals are a good football team. They're not, KC. But this could be one of those those tests for the Niners of like, how good is this team? And this is a team that scares me. You know, they've given the Chiefs all they can handle. They're the only ones who have been able to beat them and take the Super Bowl. So I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough one for the Niners to beat the Bengals. So yeah, then we get into what I call Christmas in whatever damn month we're in because I can just sit back and actually just watch football with no stress. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the old bye week. It's like, hey, we can actually just enjoy football. Uh, but then we go, we go play the Jags uh, again. You know, a team that's up and coming. We played them before. Trevor Lawrence was not very good. Uh, they had a very good college coach, a very bad pro coach. Uh, but you know, they're going to be playing at the Jags. This is one that I don't really know about because. They could be pretty good uh, because they did well last year, 9-8, number four seed, won the AFC South. But they could also regress. And, you know, Doug Peterson has done it before, but it's the Jags, you know?
1: <laughs> and, and they also have a certain general manager that Niners fans remember, and not for good reasons. And that, of course, no. is Trent Balky. So anytime you have Trent Balky as a GM do have a lot of faith in your team. I still remember the pain, Trent. <laughs> but All I will right. say they did make the playoffs. Uh, they did score what I consider an upset over the over the Chargers. Uh, then you know went into Kansas City where I thought they're going to get blown out. They they, they lost twenty seven to twenty when Patrick Mahomes went down. So yeah, I just I still think with Trent Balky, he will find a way to screw it up. Well, good we, we'll, we'll <laughs> All
0: right, and then we come home. We face the Buccaneers, which could be led by. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. or to be led by something else. <laughs> what are you thinking about the Buccaneers?
2: They did have an eight and nine record. I could see them not being there. I'm trying to think who else is the NFC South. So that would be like the Saints, the Falcons, Carolina,
0: and the Panthers. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah, I don't, I don't see the Bucks being the number number one team. I think that should be a team we should be able to to beat. You know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards a the win there.
1: Yeah. Is Baker Mayfield still doing insurance commercials? I haven't seen a no. good Baker Mayfield. No. Okay. I guess that's what happens when Cleveland drops you. <laughs>
0: exactly. And then, oh boy. When the schedule was released and we looked at it, and I was talking to my family at dinner time, and I looked, I saw a certain team up north. Playing on Thanksgiving Day, the collective groans
1: around the dinner table were well, loud. Not just Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving night. I can't think of a worse time for them <laughs> to play the Seahawks than on
0: Thanksgiving night.
1: Yeah. No, I and I have friends who live on the West Coast, and they're Seahawks fans, and they're good Seahawks fans. Me and can Talk football, and they were also lamenting about the same thing. Says, well, hey, at 5.15, we sit down to eat dinner. You guys have it lucky. You're on the East Coast. I'm in the Virginia. I mean, how are we going to sort of, how are we going, I mean, I'll be watching the game on my phone in my lap. You know, just bowing, same if my wife asks me, I'll just be bowing my head in prayer the entire time. Wincing, grunting, cheering, whatever. So. So, Brian, are you going to be doing this? Because you're on the West yes. Coast. Or you will you be, I'd fall in the lap.
2: Yeah, it'll be something. Like, it'll be some no, it'll be on in TV, you know, in the, in the background. I think we're actually going to go away for Thanksgiving at my mom's house. So should knowing my mom, she will have the the game on in the background. So I I don't think we're that we don't have a separate dining room that's not where the where the TV is, so it'll it'll be on, but probably the volume will be down.
0: Well, this, I can tell you the volume's going to be up. The potential
1: for a complete game wrecker of a Thanksgiving is
2: very (laughs) high
0: on the list.
1: I know Seattle, that's, that's the team that scares me. Uh, Geno Smith last year, if you had told me that with Russell Wilson leaving, that Geno Smith would come in and perform not just well, but be NFL comeback player of the year, I would have said you're nuts. I thought the heart and soul of the team was Russell Wilson, and they were going to have a big drop-off. But give credit where credit is due. Uh, Pete Carroll is, is a great coach. Not only, obviously, not only to the Seahawks, but at SC. And Geno Smith, give him credit. You know, he, he had a he had a great year. Um, maybe he has a sophomore slump, and I'm not counting on it. And they've got a, a slew of draft picks that I think are going to fit well in. They, they're going to need some time to um, to season. But Seahawks are definitely a team on the rise, in my opinion. Yeah, Pete Carroll always coaches him up. Yeah, I
2: you go back to the re- re- did I hear somewhere about like Geno Smith potentially not being the number one guy in in Seattle? I don't know if you heard heard that. Somewhere.
1: I have not heard that.
2: Yeah, I, yeah maybe I something on the yeah. they were just kind of chit chatting about, but uh, yeah, something that did come up.
1: I mean, I think the Seahawks have to look for the future um, in terms of quarterbacks, but. I don't see anyone starting for the Seahawks besides CNO unless, of course, there's an injury.
0: My guess is Grant Cohn was probably floating rumors around. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then we, uh, the Niners, head east to my, to my neck of the woods, out in Philly, and they play the Eagles and rematch the NFC Championship game. And honestly, I know the Philly fans around here are expecting another Super Bowl, but I am going to warn philadelphia that getting back to the mountaintop is really hard and you did something the niners did when they last went to the super bowl you got rid of a really good defensive tackle and you brought in a rookie and that didn't work so great for the niners losing deep you know you know defo, kinlaw. Uh, and getting kinlaw yeah and i don't know if it's gonna work for the eagles now the eagles are loaded. They've got a great quarterback. I love Jalen Hurts. I've been a fan of his since he was at Alabama. Uh, A.J. Brown, I watched him when he was at the Titans against the Niners. He's electric. But, man, getting back to the mountaintop is tough. So I do not think the Eagles are going to be as good uh, as they were last year. Um, I think you'll see a little bit of a slide there. Uh, I think the Nodlers, uh are going to come in pretty fired up. Um, as you've seen, now we're starting to get into the last quarter of the season. And Kyle Shanahan, the last three years, has done a really good job of getting these guys to start to peak towards the end of the season. And this is when I think you'll see the Niners really start to roll. And they might be, they're going to have a long week coming off of Seattle, and that's going to be a tough game. But I think the Niners are going to have a little revenge game here
1: against the Eagles. No, I was going to say no doubt they'll be fired up for it. I think it's going to be another key game. But here's the thing with the Eagles. You know, this will be a tough one for the 49ers to win. It is in Philly. It's a tough place to play. Hurts, again, mobile quarterback. He can just make things happen. The 49ers actually, if you look at the defensive stats in the NFC Championship game, really did hold Philly about as well as I thought they could have, despite having no offense, no quarterback. But... I don't know. I see the Eagles, somebody pulling this one out, but I don't think it's a deal breaker for the Niners by any stretch of the means. I think the Niners, if they are making a run, can't afford to potentially lose this game and still rebound by the end of the season and put themselves in position for at least a one or a two seed.
0: Yeah. This might actually be the, I mean, it, it could be, I, I'm predicting that they're you're going to be that good, but in, you know, logically you could say it might be a battle between, Who's going to get to one seed? Yeah. And we cut off
1: Brian, so we got to go to him.
2: Yeah, I do think it is going to... That is probably a game most of the Niners are probably circling. Like, you know, they want this one back. They want to run it back. And considering the way things ended last year, I do think that they're going to be really focused on this game. All all players, CMC, Debo, Purdy, they're all going to be fired up for this one. And I do do also think, uh, John, as you were about a slide, I do think that's going to happen for the Eagles. Uh, to what degree? I'm not sure. But you're right. It is hard to to maintain and sustain. Uh, you know, the only one I think has been able to do that over these last couple of years is KC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: well, then we, we, we get to what is kind of the end of this juggernaut of the games, which is another game back at home for the Seahawks, you know, which again, it's gonna be a tough one. Seahawks always play in honors tough. And I think depending on what happens on Thanksgiving Day, it could be a revenge game for either team.
1: Well, you know, it's a it's a divisional, it's a divisional game. At this point, you're probably fighting for the division crown. So the three of the last five games are divisional opponents. So it'll be a typical Seahawks seventy They know each other very well. Uh, that's what you get when you play play in the same division. You've played each other for so many years. So uh, yeah, I expect a battle.
0: Yeah, then, you know, let's give over the Cardinals. We don't really feel like giving the Cardinals
1: very much love today. <laughs> and let's talk Ravens. Now, Christmas Day. The Ravens. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Christmas Night. Another meal that we have to work around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really is a triple crown of holiday
1: Yeah. On, uh,
0: <laughs> so, Christmas Day, Lamar Jackson, now officially a Raven for a good long time now. They got Odell. Um, J.K. Dobbins is coming back. The Ravens have always been, I always thought, mostly overhyped because in all of the time that Lamar has been there, he's won one playoff game. Now, Lamar is watching Tech Mobile 2.0 or Mad 3.0 when he plays football. He's amazing. So what's really going to be interesting this year with the Ravens is their new offensive coordinator and how he's going to utilize Lamar Maybe similar to how the Eagles use Jalen Hurts, because if Lamar starts to be able to pick you apart and open up the middle, and then uses legs, that to be a dangerous football team. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. No, I agree. Again, national TV audience, Christmas night, Niners have trouble with mobile quarterbacks, and Lamar, uh, pre, you know, uh, presents that challenge.
2: Oh, I was just thinking. I'm just thinking back to. That game, I think, what well, it might have been the 2019 season. We were playing the Cardinals, yeah. and I mean, sorry, the Ravens, and Lamar just picked us apart at the end. And uh you know, I remember
1: the 14 The forty nine ers had a chance. Yeah. The forty nine ers went forward on a, they had a last possession. The forty nine ers a chance to, to potentially win the game. It was a fourth down. Um, they the forty nine ers missed, and then Lamar Jackson does his thing. They go all the way. They, they run down the clock. They went all the way down. It cooked the winning field goal with just a couple seconds remaining, and the Ravens won. But I came off the, I mean, that game, even though it was a loss, I really, at that point, it felt like the Ravens were one of the top teams in the league, and the 49ers had been down for a while. And I, I What I remember taking away from that game was that the 49ers were legit contenders because I think the next week they played uh, New Orleans, and that was the one where it was an offensive fireworks spectacular Uh, And that was the one. But I think the 49ers got confidence out of that game. And that set the stage for their run in December that eventually landed them in the Super Bowl. So, Tim, as our resident uh, commanders participant,
0: how are you feeling about facing the
1: only thing I can tell you about uh, the commanders right now is everybody's asking, when is the sale going to happen? I don't hear anything about draft. I don't hear anything about opponents is when is the sale going to happen? Dan Snyder, obviously not beloved in the Washington DC area. Uh, he's run the franchise into the ground. So uh, the only shame of it is that the 49ers will have to spend their New Year's Eve at FedEx Field, which is the worst stadium, I think, in the NFL. So Yeah. That's uh that, yeah we can probably skip over commanders that's or at least for me because that's like the only thing I can tell you about them.
2: You know it's funny um, Tim I always ask you about going to whenever the Niners are playing the Commanders or the Washington team mm-hmm. and you yeah. always refuse to flatly go. And uh, and you know obviously you've told me why but I didn't yeah. I didn't know the disdain or like how crappy that, it, that
1: place was yeah it literally there's there's um it's a horrible place to get to it's right on the beltway there's only a couple ways to get in and out of the state and the traffic is terrible the stadium literally is falling apart and it's just then you have this owner who is just is driven the franchise into the ground so there's there's nothing enjoyable about going to to fedex field and i mean nothing on that. So then, I, i've know, had my commander's <laughs> ramp go ahead john
0: and then uh, we end the season Last game of the season is
1: at home facing the Rams.
0: Uh, who knows at this point where the Niners will be? We've kind of talked about the Rams already, just kind of be rebuilding. Uh, so I think it's just one of these that could be the Niners are locked up and everybody's kind of like just not getting hurt. Or it could be the Niners got to win this one to get the number one seed or make the playoffs. I mean, you never know. Uh, but it's it's a good it's a good way to finish. I mean, when they had... That epic comeback uh, to make the playoffs uh, two years ago. You know, let's just hope we don't have to go through that again.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So that's, you know, that's a pretty good look at a 2023 schedule. So there's some good stuff on a schedule for me, honestly. Football on Christmas is awesome. I'm no longer nine years old, I get some presents. And then I wonder what I'm going to do with the rest of the day. So football on Christmas is awesome.
1: It also, it also allows you to have a distraction from other family obligations that you're supposed to go to, or at least you can go to a family obligation and turn on a television and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm watching, you know, football and you're, you can be off and do that. So every year I always look at the holiday games, like, all right, how are we going to get through the, the holidays this year? Good. Christmas is on a Sunday or a Monday, or it's, it's in the weekend. So that's always a plus. When Christmas is on a Wednesday, things, things tend to go wrong. So this is,
0: for Brian, this is, might be a good thing. For Tim and I, it's kind of quasi-good. So there are a lot of primetime games. Now, that's good because I know that I can watch them. That's bad because if the Niners lose a primetime game, I find it hard to go to
1: sleep, <laughs> or if it goes down to the wire and you're so jacked up, you you cannot go to sleep. So no, I'm, I'm yes. the
2: same as you guys. I I will think of, if we lose, I will think about it all all night.
0: Oh, so, you know, I looked at the, the the strength of schedule, and I was a little surprised. We have the 15th ranked strength of schedule this year, which in all you know, in all fairness, is kind of always looking in the past because you know. There's going to be teams that are going to be better than they were the year before. And there's going to be teams that aren't going to be as good. Uh, The Seahawks could be really, really good this year. The Eagles could be not so good this year. Uh, Pittsburgh could be really good this year. So you never really know. But I thought, you know, the fact that we were, you know, the number two uh that we actually got the 15th right streak the schedule was was pretty good
1: we'll see i mean what has tripped up as i said before what has tripped the Niners up in the past has been injuries i mean last year we literally ran out of quarterbacks at the end of the year and before that i mean jimmy g had gotten hurt but continued to play but yeah can they stay healthy think that will be the biggest question
0: yeah, yeah. so then we gotta go on to bad shit. And honestly, I honestly think Thanksgiving is completely ruined. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> unless, unless, unless they win. Well, yeah, but <laughs> the lead up to the game is at 8 30. Yeah. So I get to spend a whole Thanksgiving with him. How do you think the night is going to do it? Jim will be with me because he always comes for Thanksgiving. And it'll just be a stress fest. You have another glass of wine, sure, a glass of wine. Another glass of wine, sure, a, a glass of wine. And it's just going to be stress fest. The entire time. Well, it's you also my be you also be wife's family will be you will also be full just of food crazy yeah <laughs> just crazy land.
2: Oh, I'm just thinking to myself for Thanksgiving that's going to be at my mom's house, so she's a huge Nighter fan. Christmas, I'm going to be at my in-laws' house, so I got to figure that out. So I guess I'll be watching it on my phone, kind of <laughs> like what you guys do. <laughs> Maybe I'll put on Game I don't know. So,
0: well, hey, if if they win and it's on GameCast, you're going to have to watch it on GameCast. It's only weird really if lose. it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, thought I thought it was interesting, and this could be an NFL thing that you guys might know that, but I don't. Is that The division games are really late in the schedule.
1: Well, uh, the NFL did institute a scheduling um, requirement a few years ago that um, the last the last game of any season will be against the division opponents. That's been in, in, in the works for some time. So it doesn't surprise me. So last year we finished up with the Cardinals. This year we're finishing up with the Rams.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. So this was the only, really, I thought the only, besides Thanksgiving being ruined, I thought the real bummer was they're playing at the Jags. The Jags are like the quasi-London team. And the Niners are a marquee franchise. They own the lead soccer team. Like, why aren't they going to London? That would have been such a cool
1: trip. That that was a surprise. I really, for the reasons you just said, of why the NFL decided not to go with the 49ers to London. But instead, we're playing, uh, were, but they made, us, they made it up to us by playing on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's
0: Eve. <laughs> yeah, the triple crown of holidays being ruined. Yes. Oh, cool. Well, that kind of wraps up the schedule. So we have to finish like we always do with, shit we bought on Amazon this weekend? I bought this new webcam right here. It has way better quality than my uh, Mac air, uh, air thing over here. So that was my big purchase. Brian, what'd you get?
2: I got a slew of items this week. I bought a Ethernet cable that's long enough to connect to my router, so that seems to have fixed my issue. I bought some air filters for the house. I bought some life straws, just in case. I don't know if you know what what's the life a life straw. straw? So, you know, like if, if you happen to be camping and then you need to drink some water, a life straw is a device that purifies like even a stream, like you can drink out of a stream and you can you know, drink that water. So uh, I kind of figured something for the emergency kit. I don't know if you guys. Okay. Come yeah, I'd recommend it.
0: Well, if we see you like face down in a dick with a straw, <laughs> you're a little worried about you. It really parts. the gearing stations, like down the, just down the. Down the trail a bit.
2: Oh man. Yeah. And that wait what else did I buy? And I bought headboats for my daughter for her iPad. Yeah, and that and that appears to be it. I did spend a lot this week with Amazon. So Yeah,
0: that's a big that's a big Amazon week. It was a big week. All right, Tim, last week you had really
1: the most interesting order, which was floss and oatmeal. What did we get this week? Well, I didn't want to stop with the floss trend, John. So I did buy some Oral B. Precision clean replacement rechargeable toothbrush heads for my electric nice. toothbrush. So we're keeping the teeth I theme the going. Good job, outstanding, uh, yeah. outstanding. And I also let's see what the other thing I was on the list. Soft scrub. With <laughs> with you don't <laughs> use those on your teeth. Just no, you know. <laughs> no, but they do come. It is soft scrub with bleach. So you know. Oh, well, there, so there I, like I go. Exactly. About, like,
2: the your, stove your smile is just shining
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a cleaning product guys cleaning product
2: is that the one for cool. your stove am i thinking am i thinking
1: that one? <laughs> it's for your bathroom it's for your shower it's for your yeah mm. good all right
0: guys well that now uh, wraps up the 2023 season outlook and schedule review yeah, I think the Niners have a pretty decent schedule. Um, I know Tim and I are thinking about going to the Pittsburgh game, uh, which is about four hours away for both of us. And we're definitely going to the Cardinals game. Brian, do you have any games that you're looking at going to?
2: Yeah, probably going to go to pro- not probably not that New York Giants game, but maybe the actually the Arizona Cardinals game, the first one, the second game of the, the second game at home. And then maybe I'm trying to look at the schedule. The Cincinnati, Cincinnati game would be pretty epic to go to. So yeah. I think I might save my tickets and go to that one. Um, the other ones I'll probably sell since we're also going to uh, a game in Phoenix in late December. So, yeah.
0: So, Tim, now that Daniel Snyder not the owner, will you go to the Commander's game on New Year's Eve? No.
2: <laughs> it is at 1 p.m. Game. All right. Well, no. on that note. Well, yeah, I, I will be I will be at <laughs> home
1: with my nice big screen television surrounded by Niners gear, uh, maybe having, you know, a glass of wine or maybe a cocktail, some good food, and some uh, the NFL in front of me. Well, on
0: that note, <laughs> it's time to sign off. Next week we're gonna be looking at the twenty twenty-three offense and uh, looking. Players that we want to watch out for. And on that note Tim.
2: Niners. Niners. Ryan. Niners. Niners. There you go.
0: All right. We're out. Later, Niners Nation. Thanks for listening to Niners Talk. Stay faithful.